abroad. That's new. It says yeah. recording in progress. Yeah, it said it to me as well. That's neat. Okay, right, we're on. Uh, welcome back to Reap the Week, Villain Cast with El Jefe and the Villain. It has been a long time. Various things have happened. A lot of sudden the world has changed. Um, it has been a month at least since we did one of these, but uh, Naki and myself are back. First off, a word to our sponsors. Still no sponsors. Probably because we didn't do Reap the Week in ages. They just saw us as, as flaky at best. We've, we've had oh, we had loads of complaints. Maybe we could turn those into sponsors. <laughs> sponsored by Winjink. Um, yes, we're back. We're back. And Jiu-Jitsu has kind of maybe returned, distanced within family bubbles. But Jiu-Jitsu has theoretically returned in a small way. And it has been a long time coming. It's been glorious. Um, but that's what we're going to cover tonight. So, uh, Naki, hello, sir. Hola, amigo. How are you? I am very well. Uh, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine, thanks. Very good. Good? You're looking well. Looking Thank you very well. much. You too. Um, to anyone listen to that on audio only, like, they're thinking, oh, how, how are they figuring this one out? Like, we're on camera. So this will be on YouTube as well. So... Um, we, I can see him. This is not just imaginary. We're not in the same room. Um, okay, we'll start off with then. This has been an interesting point of discussion. Naki reminded me of this before we started recording. Um, back in the middle of lockdowns, yada, 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 uh, Naki made a prediction. What was your prediction, sir? That when we're allowed to train, we're going to have a boom of new people. Jiu-Jitsu is going to yes. boom. Yes. And... I was skeptical, party skeptical. Maybe I agreed. I can't remember. Um, but the the he was correct, and maybe I didn't see the reason why. Straight off the top of my head, I I, I saw it from maybe the point of view of maybe um, there was some sort of thing that get people suddenly interested in jujitsu. Um, a MMA show or maybe um, jiu-jitsu no-gi suddenly got really interesting for people. There wasn't any of those things. It was people who have always wanted to do jiu-jitsu. It's just the pandemic made them realize that life is too short and they should just jump in both feet into the thing that they wanted to do. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I, there's so much I want to do now. Um, just waiting for this well, to be fair, the weather did change today and it's been quite nice. Um, yes. Yeah, Sunny just Stafford. people... So, yeah, Sonny Stafford. Um, and, yeah, people want to jump in because they're like, I've always been interested, but now this freedom has meant, yeah, let's, let's, let's do jiu-jitsu. So we've had lots of beginners, lots of beginners. I'm pretty sure every club's had loads of beginners. Um, interesting uh, thing about that, though, is, and I think we talked about this in the podcast, um, previously but it's been good for me to actually uh have to figure out this 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 issue live and get feedback how do you teach a room of beginners where do you start um 
and that's, that's the head coach. Yes, yes. <laughs> have you have you liked? Because you've been present, you've heard me talk. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching. Does it seem like it worked? Yeah, I think it's worked, especially when you roll with the newbies. Like, uh, it's good, man. I'm enjoying rolling with a lot of beginners, and I'm like, yes, this is going. If they these some of these people stay on with us, uh, they have got some potential, man. Uh, even people who aren't actually would describe as athletic or having any kind of special uh, athletic ability, just by understanding what we're teaching them. Special, and, special athletic ability, like a mutant. Like yeah. Athletic ability and special ability. Like these normal humans, are, like <laughs> <laughs> normal humans, they're okay, but the special ones, like yes. with the four hearts. <laughs> they they have some. Some people have weird genetics, mate. Um, <laughs> 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 both ways goes both ways <laughs> but, um, yeah they they stick into the rules they stick into what you know what we're telling them and they're covering the spaces and uh, obviously we don't want to hurt them because it's the, the beginners but uh, yeah they're making life hard <laughs> well that was the the interesting part of whilst we were in lockdown obviously it gave us a lot of time for reflection to think and you know, part of that reflection was how do you start people on this road? And Preet always said it really well in that jujitsu, especially when you start, is suffering. It's always suffering, but it's a lot of suffering when you first start. And limiting that suffering is what will help people stay. Um, and so the the first sessions I've been teaching, like, you know, with, with all these beginners coming back in and like, restarting the timetable is starting with control grow chicken as we see it as in covering the gaps um getting your elbows tucked into your hips and basically making people as bulletproof as we can from day one and like reinforcing that in the roles so every time someone gets a bit mauled just say where were your elbows and they say oh it's hard it's hard to like keep those gaps closed but it's like well yeah but the only thing, apart from the, the, the massive amount of technique, but, you know, in a, in a core level, the only difference between uh, myself and what a beginner is doing is that I am more trusting of covering those gaps. That's it. Yeah. Um, and it's the same as, like, because I remember uh, I've done some boxing in the past, and you've done some boxing as well, haven't you, Naki? Yeah. Uh, that kind of initial boxing... You, know, you throw a punch at a new boxer, they don't like cover their chin or anything like that. They try and meet the punch in midair, like punch the punch. Yeah, or they do like a weird barber or a weird duck, or they put their hands down in a weird way. Yeah. And, you know. Or they try and block it when it's like two feet away from their head. Yeah. Um, and it's because you don't trust that if you can, you can just be there and cover. And it's the exact same with this, as in it's very easy to, to learn it, especially when you're new, but doing it, just being disciplined enough to do it. That's the only thing that separates uh, a brand new day one and like a good two, three strike white belt. Um, if they can just trust that this works, I think they'd be as good as defending as a someone who's been in for several months. Yeah. It's just that discipline. Um, were you there when I did the class on guard and creating guard? Yes. Yes. Did you see that? I like, so I just thought of a bit of context. I taught a class 
pass on that's how we can't buy thought we'll do this we will uh test open guard to failure so as in they they um know about the the, the running man they know about covering the gaps and turning away and you know they did a bit of shrimping as well and like why that's the same as running man just backwards still gonna do that video next time we're in the gym we'll do that video i've been promising yeah. that video for like six months um anyway so we've done that and then we then i said like you know there's five points of control on a person this is no key by the way um back of the head armpits back of the knees key is apl applicable as well it's just a big cloth it's kind of an allegory maybe we should do that video as well um are you writing all this down because you know in my head on <laughs> video <laughs> um so Yes, we did the, um, you know, points of control, back of the knees, back of the head, uh, in the armpits. And that's pretty much every guard, really, save maybe a few. And it was amazing watching these people just, like, develop guards there and yeah. then that were working. And they were hunting for the controls and, and all this kind of stuff. And then we, we changed up the drill and said, right, once you've, now you know where those people are trying to aim for on you, don't let them get there and then try and get past their legs into their armpits again. And then you had people playing all manner of actual guards, like, you know, half guard, De La Hiva, just like killing people's passing. And then you had people doing passing, like trying exactly. to throw the legs out of the way of step through. I'm like, we've not even taught them guard or a pass. Yeah, a big difference that I saw uh, with obviously these new beginners and people who've started uh, before lockdown, um, mm. Uh, or before we started teaching them this way that we teach now, uh, yeah. this whole defensive stuff is they get stuck in and they're not scared, uh, you know, like, you know, how some people, when they used to start, they just freeze and they just expect yeah. you to start attacking and doing things. And, mm. you know, as an experienced person, you'd be like, oh, don't worry, just come, you know, let's give it to what you've got. You know the rules. Uh, or, well, at that time, whatever the rules were. Um, but obviously, <laughs> yeah, now, now oh, it's cool. like, because they know they need to cover their space. They, they don't care. They'll attack you as well. I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They went hunting. Yes. Like they, were hunt, like, they were yeah. hunting for each other's armpits, like trying to, you know, because again, I think they did a bit about, so this is, this is two lessons, by the way, two lessons. Two lessons, yeah. And we had people going for, like doing their really, really nice, like tucking in the side control and, and you know, passing in the side control and getting like into people's armpits and just holding them down. And like, it was amazing to watch. I was sitting there watching people, you know, with their partners playing these things. And, you know, we hadn't drilled. I hadn't really taught much, you know, of any guards. I gave a couple of examples of you know, why it works and, and where it would be. But then they'd, then they'd release and they'd go back into to open guard. And then they were covering and then shrimping, getting their legs back in or turning into running man. You think, this is day two. Day yeah. two. Day two, um, exactly. Yeah, so, so as far as... as tests go i think it was a pretty successful test yeah i agree i agree time will tell more but at the moment i think our results are very positive yeah yeah oh completely um i think that's going to be like the the interesting part though is currently it's kind of like how do you create the longevity of the interest is it is that you know currently they're, they're learning you know Nothing, no attacks. They don't need them, I thought. And so they're just learning you know, how to keep a, an open guard, how to then hunt for gaps and try and 
claim as many of the five points because the more the five points you get, the, the better the guard control would be. Uh, returning to that open guard position, keeping them out of the space, keeping the legs facing them, tracking and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's not covering any of the stuff that people kind of associate with what we do. There's no pain. There's no submissions. And it's kind of like, now it would be interesting. This is almost like phase two of how do you then get people sold on jujitsu because they've got the defensive slash control hunting um, aspect. And now it's, uh, they need to be looking for an end goal submission. So that's going to be now crafting that. How do you then connect the two things together? Of I think it's, it's definitely what we've spoken about, about um, showing the end product, showing the uh, control, and then just letting them work backwards to that control. Um, this is obviously new. This is brand new beginners that we're, we're trying this on. So um, I think we should feedback. I think we should feedback to all the people that have stuck around and waited for this to release <laughs> a new week the week. Because I'm pretty sure like, our numbers were really good before uh, we had this month off. And now, man, I'm going to put this up. There's going to be like two people listening to it. And it's going to be me and you, maybe a third. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make me so sad. Um, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. But now's the time for us to actually, like before it was, you know, it was throwing stuff in the air and like, you know, how do you talk so much about jujitsu when there's yeah. no jujitsu on? But now it's like, right, let's talk about jujitsu because jujitsu is like exploded. Yeah. such a big, so much interest and like questions all of a sudden. Um, I mean, I'd be interested to hear about whether it's busy everywhere, whether it's just Stafford mm. and Stoke or is everyone who's opened up and like they're the getting the lot of... The heart of new BJJ is in Stafford and Stoke. The Midlands month. <laughs> Can you imagine the Midlands dominating? <laughs> yeah, cold, dark day in hell, I think. <laughs> so I tried to put a cup down really quietly just so it didn't like affect the microphone. Right. Anyone who's watching this on video, I haven't got like a, a weird tick. Like the microphone is here. And so I'm talking to the camera, but I'm also talking to the microphone. So that's why I keep looking like I'm doing this. <laughs> Anyone on, on audio only, couldn't really care what just happened. I think I think by now people would have realised if we had a tech, Chris. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, a weird one's developed by going back into jiu-jitsu. Um, this is also okay. Another interesting point. <sighs> um, the conversation I had with Johnny however many months ago that is i've lost all track of time johnny mr book you're on about johnny buck yes yeah yeah, yeah. he said something really interesting i think he said something really interesting i can't remember is that people don't go to jiu-jitsu clubs or jiu-jitsu they don't stay shall I say. um they go because it's social it's fun it's a night out um like maybe you know there's some some it's not all because it's social, obviously people enjoy the violence and, and enjoy 100%. the progression inside jujitsu. But definitely, like you know, the social aspect is one thing that keeps people around. And so, I've been really uh, considered about how this should uh, how we keep people in that kind of social, you know, feel for it. And so, since you know, people. Um, you know, contact me, give their numbers, and say they want to come back to the class. After every session, I've been like, you know, drop each of them a message, like, is that good? You enjoy that? And like, keeping that conversation up, I'm like, yeah, yeah, really good. And, you know, um, 
just keeping them like you know it's not that you just came down paid your money you know you yeah, went yeah, home yeah. it's like no no i like you know i'm the head coach i'm you know whatever level doesn't matter i want to talk to you like you're here and you want to spend time with us like yeah come on let's 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 talk and everyone's just suddenly got invested and everyone's yeah, just like yeah. Um, you know, that has kind of started that social aspect. And I'm not doing that in a cynical way as in like, this is how you keep students, kind of is. But no, it's because, you know, if people want to come do jujitsu. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, we need to have this conversation. There's something seriously wrong with you. Um, you need a shrink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, can we fix what's wrong with you? Um, yeah, it's like, you know, all of a sudden you have new friends everywhere, which is good. Yeah. Why we do this? New, new people is always good. You know. And I think that's one of the interesting things, you know, going back into the old idea of a crayon who, you know, went to, went to the other clubs, and stole, stole the fire and brought it back to their club. Um, and it kind of, you know, came to the, you know, when, people, when students, when, when coaches won't let their students train at other gyms, uh, because they're afraid they'll leave and you know, they'll get the better shit at the next gym. Um, it creates an interesting problem. Is it was never the knowledge that kept them around. It's their friends. Yeah. Like, if someone wants to go to a new club and learn some stuff, they're doing it for a jiu-jitsu reason. But people normally stay at your club because they've got friends there. Yeah. Like, and that then makes, you know, because that then kind of solves that confusion of why do people, you know, say if you go to another club, and like, you know, say you're a blue belt, a purple belt, and white belts in that other club just like absolutely wreck you. It's rare that you then turn around and go, oh, well, my club must be shite. Like, I'm going to go draw this one. No. <laughs> like, even though, like, there's a club that will, like, pull your pants down a little bit and spank you. Like, you still stay at your, your home club because that's where your friends are. And that kind of automatically almost makes it obvious that for the vast majority of people who do the sport, it was never about the sport. Yeah, you could you could say that. Ah, you could say that. Could are we having a discussion? What do you believe, sir? You could say that. Um, for me, it's different. I want to obviously compete, and you know, I, I obviously there is that family aspect, friend aspect, mm. and the social aspect. But how, how often when we're rolling, do you see me sitting on the side and chatting? That's very true. No, but very yeah, rarely. Yeah. Only at the end. Usually at the end, we're talking. Oh, I'll yeah. sit, sit and we'll have a chat. Um, but, you know, but I think it, the average person who wants to mm. just have to go out, you know, um, because if you look, think about it, jiu-jitsu, it's not really out there, is it? Like, it's not boxing's out there, no. MMA's out there, uh, you know, all this, even like freestyle wrestling, you know, some people, when you say wrestling to them, they just straight away think uh, the rock and the undertaker and stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, I think of, started looking around for the stuff, you know, and I, I, when I made my prediction, it was based upon how MMA or like the UFC was the only major sport in the world still running when everybody was locked down. Mm -hmm. And it was the only thing that people could really watch live sports wise. Mm -hmm. um, and I think people have gone about and done their research and looked at things and thought, okay, why is this all working? You know what I mean? Um, obviously, I'm yet to ask someone. This is just my theory. I don't ask anybody, but mm -hmm. I think that's the reason. Like a lot of people uh, have actually gone out and just, you know, had a look online. What is this stuff? What's going on here? Why is it mixed? What other martial arts are mixed in here? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then people have probably found what grappling is and what Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is, what wrestling is, you know. Um, well, no, I think entirely people join because of the sport, yeah. but people stay because of the social side. Oh, I uh, get what you mean. I understand yeah, what you yeah. mean. People join yeah. because they want to do a new martial art. It's amazing how much then people... Stick like, around, you know, yes. It's a night. It's a night with your friends, you know, when there's good music on, and, and then, like, oh, music, yeah. Like, you know, the sweat's pouring, and everyone's having a good time. It's like, yeah, you know, you're there. Okay, it's a good workout, but if it was a workout only, I don't think you'd stay as much because, especially when you hit skid, like you know, your jujitsu sucking, you hit a plateau, and all. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. It's your friends that keep you coming back because you just hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, like people aren't getting because of the sport, and it's kind of it's one of the funny things like the you know the globetrotter camps is you know i've obviously done a lot of them but people go because it's you know oh my god there's like 20 black belt instructors in this whole new city or something but it's not until you've done one you realize oh no it's, it's a giant party with jiu-jitsu mm. uh, and the vast majority who come back return is to go see their friends because it's the only time we get together um and you know Jiu-Jitsu clubs are pretty much the exact same thing in the microcosm. You go because also there's good jiu-jitsu and, and good training and you get a good workout. But yeah, like it's it's the people around you. You don't go, it's very, very rare you'll see people just go in quietly, train jiu-jitsu and leave. Like that doesn't they don't just go study jiu-jitsu and go home no. <laughs> and not and not, you know, uh talk to any other human being that's like, oh, I need to study the jiu-jitsu and then I'm leaving. <laughs> No, 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 you yeah. have to, yeah, yeah there, there is that social aspect. It has to yeah, be there, exactly. man. Even, even when we're rolling and we're like 15 rounds in and we just really have a laugh with each other, someone on the other side of the room starts sweating at him, oh, you, this pussy, you know, yeah. I'm having you next. <laughs> hmm. I'd be interested, like, anyone listening to this stuff, please, please message, comment, or anything like that. I love, even if it doesn't look like a comment on the Discord, I do read pretty much everything. And so if you listen to us and go, oh, no, I can see that. Like, good. Like, let me know. Interested. What other clubs do to try and keep people, you know, yeah, not, not keep people, you know, do you, are you as welcome? Um, and I'm, I'm trying to get better at it. I remember Dan Strauss said it. Is he said, he always makes sure he learns everyone's name. Like, and I, I, I agreed him at the time. I said, yeah, I like, you know, if someone joins, I want to know your name. Because I don't want you to come and go, hey, dude, you you happy to come to jujitsu? Like, yeah. no, I want to go. You're like, hey, Darren, like, you haven't got a Darren. Um, and actually, no, take an interest. No, we haven't. Multiple yeah. Adams. Oh yeah, we had that discussion. <laughs> yeah, multiple. I, I don't know why. Multiple Adams. Only one Naki. And do we have another Chris? I think we do. We've, no, we we've do. Got Christoph, we do. Christoph. Christoph. We've got and Healy. Oh yeah, Chris Healy as well. Yeah. Oh, three Healy's. Not three Healy's, three Chris. <laughs> three Chris's. Um Yeah, so okay, we've got multiple Chris's. We've got but we've got one Naki and no Darren's. Um Yeah, we I think we should make Oh no, one of the Adams is a blue belt. I thought I was gonna say we should make two of the Adams all three Adams fight for blue belt. Well, when I was rolling I heard whoever wins this match is going to be called Adam, and I don't know what the other person is going to be called. So I don't know what oh, that was about. Yeah, yeah, I made them fight for their name. So what did you call the other person? What did you call? Was that Norman. a winner? Was that a loser? No, there's a there's a Norman now. There's only one Adam. 
<laughs> I heard it got super violent because of that. <laughs> like, like oh, I will be called Adam. It doesn't take <laughs> much to egg people on in a mid roll and say something to them. Like, yeah, watch them change. <laughs> Complete nonsense. Like, we're going to not call one of you your name anymore. I'm going to murder this guy then. <laughs> Humans are weird, man. Oh, dude. If it's that easy to get two people to kill each other. Oh, like, yeah. No wonder every war ever has been the way it has. If you can get two people to try and murder each other over their name in a completely nonsensical way. Like, yeah, we're going to go out and change your name in every <laughs> way. No. I don't think we call either of them Adam anyway. No, we don't. Do. I don't. No. I call Adam Cooper a magician. So. Yeah, magic a magician. magician. Yeah, exactly. Magic. Um, magic Adam. Uh, yeah, it's funny that I could just get people to do that. Human beings are weird. Yeah. Any, any slight like that, you can just have them like mess each other up. <laughs> any, oh, okay, talking to the audience, uh, anyone listening and you have had lots of beginners join, for example, or even a few beginners, there's not to be lots. What have you done, maybe differently or the same, to try and get them up to speed? Because one thing I actually said when we had all this, you know, we had, I think that class like 34 people whatever, we had more sitting around there, said, um, you know, try to explain uh, jujitsu to them. And one thing I said is that usually when beginners start, they land on a random night and you have, you know, it's like, it's like trying to learn the numbers from one to 10, but starting at five, like, eventually you may get back round to four, but, you know, it's a bit of a weird way of learning numbers. Yeah. Um, and that's the normal jujitsu method. And I have said that maybe if it makes me sick in my mouth, traditional martial arts had something correct when they said there's a syllabus and you know, you learn stuff at a progression and jujitsu isn't because you just drop people in the deep end, um, and go, you'll figure it out one day. We'll get back <laughs> to four. Just um, keep turning up, keep turning up. That's it. Just keep turning yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. People say, Oh, how do I get better? I still don't understand what's happening. Oh, I'll just keep turning up. You'll get it eventually. And that, I think, if you had to put a uh, title to this podcast, it would be that. It'd be, you know, that's the problem with jiu-jitsu is that people ask for this kind of help. And like the main, apart from maybe super technical details, the main thing that we can say is, oh, keep going, keep turning yeah. up. You'll keep make it, up. you know. That's why people, you know, teach a lot of the stuff that they teach is that it's not how to become them. It's how I teach you how I was taught. Eventually, you will become me. Um, maybe not as much these days, especially to people, to people like uh, Josh. But by and large, yeah, it's land at a random number. Do jujitsu as it's always been done. Eventually, you may end up like me. And it makes jujitsu feel so long and weird. And eventually people get it. We should do that different. Yeah, only the ones that stick around though. This is why the retention rate in jiu-jitsu isn't that high because yeah. you know, people come in, they get beat up, they can't figure out the answer. Now imagine someone who's working nine to five, coming training six o'clock, you know, trying to do it three, four, five times a week, and then not being able to give them not a complete answer, but like an idea of an answer or something, rather than just saying, just keep turning up, keep turning up, keep turning up. You know. Not even that. Like, say if you were to roll on day one and that night's class was a Kimura from guard, 
And that's yeah. all you know about jujitsu. Like that role's about to become super confusing. Like, <laughs> what's there's this, no what's context this? for anything exactly. other than that a specific moment. Like they end up accidentally in guard and they go for a come on, like, oh, okay, I understand this part. Then the other four minutes and fifty-five seconds, they're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is happening? <laughs> um and yeah, it's that's the part we need to solve. And that's why I've I think I've taught the beginning class the way I have, because I don't want them to say, I don't get what's I don't get what I'm supposed to be doing. It's like, yes, you do. Get in their armpits. Like, what am I supposed to do? Close your armpits. Like, that's it. Like, it almost yeah. feels like they look at you and go, What are you on about armpits for? Like, it's this simple. It's this dumb. I'm a black belt in tickling. That's literally <laughs> what it boils down to. Is I'm a master armpit hunter. Aggressive <laughs> like, tickling. Aggressive tickling. Um, so it's involuntary yeah. yoga with aggressive tickling. <laughs> yeah, that's BJJ. That's the dictionary definition of BJJ. Involuntary be- yoga with <laughs> aggressive tickling. The beautiful um, art. The beautiful, gentle art. <laughs> gentle art, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so it's definitely like, you know, if you don't have that kind of context when someone first starts, you know, especially a brand new beginner, you just teach them a random point. And this is as well, this is also a bugbear of mine. It's, it's cool in that people um, want to, you know, are so excited for Jiu-Jitsu, but Jesus Christ, like the worst one is when you have a newbie start and they go roll with like some half, you know, high level white belt, blue belt, maybe a purple belt. And then that belt goes, oh yeah, I have to show you this. And you just flood that beginner with bullshit (laughs) it may work but it's it's like holy hell like people can be sponges but not that big of a sponge they're not going to take on keep it simple keep it simple yeah like you know like Ali G says keep it real (laughs) exactly and you know you've gone through you know control or whatever that night about armpits you know hiding your own and then you got some maniac so oh yeah we need to know close card we'll go for this week and some other maniac goes, oh, yeah, I'll show, this, I'll show the sweep if they stand up. Now. You can go behind their leg and that sweep like this. In- inverted heel hook. <laughs> and uh, I'm just like, I, want, I even watch it happen. And I don't want to put my foot in it because I'm happy that people are so excited about jiu-jitsu and like, going to the newbie and saying, oh, my God, look at this cool shit I found. Like, cool, be excited for jiu-jitsu. But I also need to sit there and go, you're making them think we're all crazy. Like, you know, you're giving them too much information. They ain't going to remember any of this nonsense. Yeah. Like, maybe down the line, give it a year or two. And then you're like, oh, you know, you know, you play this guard game and you do this. Like, this is a detail I have. That makes sense. But when this person has zero idea what the hell is happening, all they can see is two people rubbing each other aggressively with their bellies. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Some of my friends are going to laugh at me now. <laughs> Why? That's this all bad. I thought that's what we did. <laughs> <laughs> it's a surprise I got a black belt, really. I just got really good at rubbing my belly on other people. <laughs> do you like it? No. Sometimes we do punch as well. We go for submissions, we break bones, we choke people as well. <laughs> start, just start rubbing them aggressively and eventually they're like, ah, tap. And then pretty soon all these people. He <laughs> comes in, see all these people tapping from me, they're jiggling on top of it. My belly, he goes, oh, it must be really good. Black belt. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I've just been rubbing my belly for so long. 
<laughs> That's all jiu-jitsu's been. Yeah. 12, 12 years. I watch like people like you and Alex, and I think, what are they doing? It's not what I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> it looks crazy. What are they doing with their legs? Yeah, why are they innovating so much and why are they always upside down? Exactly. I didn't have to do it with my belly, but why are they upside down? Oh, it's magical. I've missed it so much. <laughs> I was talking like to people about, you know, they, you know, if they're coming back and, like, you know, they were saying, like, you know, I hit a big plateau in jiu-jitsu and stuff. And, um, yeah, that can, like, you know, obviously crush people. They get super frustrated. Uh, but, like, just, just the, the, that kind of euphoric feeling there, like, when, you, you know, you come back with people and it's, you know, the exact same when you, you know, break that plateau in jiu-jitsu. It's just, like, nothing's the same. Nothing beats it. Like, when, when, when you have these kind of high points in jiu-jitsu, like, when you break that plateau and, or just moments like that where it's just, like, you get to talk with your in, insane friends. Because that's one thing about jiu-jitsu, I would say, is that it creates the weirdestly strong friendships. Yeah. I think it's because you, tr like, you know, I've managed to travel a lot in this sport and, you know, I've met loads of people and I love them all dearly. Even if you didn't speak the same language, I still love you. And it's because, you know, you, it's like a dance. Like, you get to, you know, dance with this person, see how they, you know, see how they dance back and, like, you know, you can get a good beat on them. You know, sometimes they dance like a wanker and you're like, I don't want to do this fool. And then some people, it's like, you know, they get to slow jive and, and whatever. I have no idea about dancing. And you're like, ah, oh, I like this. I like this guy. I like this girl. They dance well. Like, and then it's like, you know, you're best friends. I think it's because, you know, you're putting a lot of trust in that person that, you know, should, should you know, they kick your ass. That when you tap, they'll, you let go. And that's a lot of trust to put in someone. Yeah, um, it's a weird bond, a very weird bond. Yeah, exactly, and that's that moment about that dance, you know, that because and this is one thing I began. I've been explaining to like the beginners and like the kids' class and stuff. Like the the my main primary concern when I'm rolling is the safety of the person I'm with. Yeah. Uh, everything else, I'll I'll keep you know constant peripheral you know vision all the way around me. That if we approach anyone else, like no, stop. I'll look after your head now move it away. You ain't getting hurt on my watch. Um, that's my job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and saving the mirrors. Save the mirrors. Yeah, saving mirrors, saving walls, saving the surroundings. I'm mm -hmm. looking after that person. Um, and yeah, that, you know, that's the way it should be. That's how you control a lot of, put a lot of trust in people. You can have this like violent exchange. Yet for the entire time, they're looking after you. They're making sure they don't hurt you. They're making sure they don't catch you. And that, you know, that, by that dance, you know, you, you develop that insane trust of someone, and you eventually stop look at each other and like, oh, we're best friends now. <laughs> and, you know, we share, you know, you put that trust in someone and you've also got sport that you, you know, deeply adore that you can share and talk about. Yeah, jiu-jitsu creates weird friendships. Yeah. And, you know, when you talk with someone like this, and you, you hit those little buzz points, you're just like, oh, cool. This is amazing. How do we get to talk about this and do this? It's awesome. Um, would you agree? Hundred percent, hundred percent. I don't God. think I don't think I've felt fallen out with anyone in my six years of jujitsu. Now, I don't think I've no. fallen out with anyone. I think it, also it can happen. You know, friendships and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, break, yeah, yeah. I'm not I've saying that we're going to break friends. Like, no, yeah. I have. <laughs> no, we're best friends. 
<laughs> even though we've hospitalized each other so, yeah a few times <laughs> you know i've said about oh we look after each other yeah. you snapped my nose in half yeah <laughs> well i was there with you at the hospital when you, you your leg was snapped as well you did when lloyd yeah. broke my leg or broke yeah. my foot but no remember we, when you hit he'll kick me in the nose i know i remember i remember i was a white man then like anyone on the on the video like um video watching this you see my nose isn't straight like it bends there that's him that's knacky no he was i think i think he was trying to like pummel his legs back in it so he was just like heel kicked me straight across the nose did you hear a crack yeah yeah because you just went straight down i was like shit and blood was everywhere did you hear, did you hear the crack itself i could feel it on my feel i was like nah this is bad. Oh, that's, that's better <laughs> that's why I text you. I remember texting you afterwards, and I was like, "Chris, please don't kick me out of the club. I love jujitsu too much. <laughs> that was accidental." Uh, that's another thing. Like, explain that to beginners, like, or even people in general. It's like, how many times have you been hurt in jujitsu? And everyone's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I've snapped your nose in half." And you're like, "Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's cool." I don't know. Maybe it's a universal healthcare thing that we have in this country that we don't care. Maybe in America or somewhere like that, maybe they sue each other, but. That makes me. I'm worried about that. I need to talk to more Americans. Like, how do you roll with that kind of looming threat of medical bills? Because I say, you know, Naki breaks my nose. I'm like, don't worry about it, man. Happens all the time. Because <laughs> my nose is like flopping in the wind. Go <laughs> <laughs> to hospital, wear a weird helmet or something for a couple of days while I'm rolling. And oh yeah, I remember that as well. Do you remember when I, uh, when you yeah the face mask? Do you remember when I had my eyelid? It's split in half, and I just wore an eye mask. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, an eye patch, just say. And I got yeah. a um, a boxing hand wrap to like wrap it yeah. around my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. All you fuckers kept on passing my guard on the side. Yeah, on that side. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like, attack you. <laughs> I'm there, like, don't go this way, and you all go that way. Like, yeah, I can't see you. If you, you fucking got? go there, I'm gonna leg lock you. <laughs> and then you did anyway. I couldn't find you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but I don't blame anyone. You know, it's it's an unfortunate circumstance of jujitsu. Maybe if some fool was to like slam a submission on if I tap, then maybe we wouldn't be friends. Oh yeah, and then again, that's, yeah. That goes back to that whole trust thing. Obviously, yeah, you could be trusted. Exactly. I don't think that happens a lot. Maybe accidents happen, like you know, things are on the cusp of like a good submission, and people are like, I'm going to get out of this, and like, oh no, you're not. And then all of a sudden, it goes <laughs> you're like, yeah. Oh, but I think people yeah. who can't hack that sh- stuff like this, like that trust. I think they just themselves back out like they just don't come back. You don't see them again. You know, people who are there yeah. for the whole breaking because, you know, they know around the corner there's a bigger dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> if they'll tap one of our guys, they know they'll roll with one of the others and they know what's happened. So they're going to do yeah. it to them. Or eventually to, any of those, to, to any of those people listening, like just to add on to what Naki said, yeah, there are two big dogs and you're listening to them. Carry on, Naki. <laughs> <laughs> We're trolling now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your audio had gone then. No, no, I was just laughing my head off at that. Just that, that little break. But yeah, like about beginners, yeah, about big dogs. Yeah, if 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 they come in with the attitude of because you do get them guys, you know, who think they can street fight, and uh, yeah. you know they get dealt with a little bit, and if they get the better of a white belt or even a blue belt, you know, it's probably smaller than them. You know, if when weird starts traveling, it'll take probably probably on the same night or a few nights when they come down again, then 
someone will slap him up a bit. I mean, to not to keep it literal. That happens <laughs> in our gym. I mean, you, uh, you, you, you monsters are mat enforcers, and I didn't know. I thought I was welcoming. <laughs> we are welcoming, but uh, you know, there has to be a standard um, because we're not playing. At the end of the day, we're not. I don't want to disrespect any of the martial arts, but we're not play fighting, are we? No, no. There's no. A, a, a mild legitimacy to what we do. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm happy with with how we found a, a nice way for everyone to feel welcome and like to get this beginner thing going. Because it was it was like a point of anxiety for me thinking if you put a bunch of beginners in the class, yeah. you know, it's gonna look mental. Like especially if they start rolling, and maybe that's why some gyms don't let beginners roll. I don't agree. I prefer people to get stuck in and, and yeah, you know, feel what this sport is about. If there's no sparring in a session, it's not a session. It's not a jiu-jitsu, It's not a jiu-jitsu class. It's a simple. It's like, it has to be sparring. Yeah, exactly. It's like going to a, like football training or something, and like you know, not having a small kickabout at the end. People want yeah. competition. They want exercise. Yeah. And can you imagine how bonkers that would be? Like you go like do like, you know, 45 minutes of kicking a ball around and dribbling around some some I don't know, what, lamp lampposts. I don't want to use them in football. Cones, um, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> people, shirts, um, imaginary things, holes in the ground. Uh yeah. yeah, so they go do whatever footballers do. And then at the end of it, they're like, you know what? We're not gonna play any football, we're gonna go home. You go mental. He's like, can't we just like you're not wrong. Shoot, you're not shoot wrong. A ball at the fucking net thing. Yeah, um, I felt that experience myself. You're not wrong. Football and rugby, where you know you yeah. have a session, especially rugby because it's a bit, it's a bit more physical and you're doing all this yeah. tag stuff, and then you're hoping for just like ten minutes at the end where the coach can just say like, "All right, boys, five minutes each way." you on this side and that's it we're going to have it out and you're like yeah. when, when that didn't happen you'd be so, so gutted you'd be like the whole session was useless why did I even imagine, waste an hour imagine going for a couple of months like that yeah like a couple of years or uh, something like I think years. that I think that falls into the part of you know that's why um, it's better to have this kind of system to actually get people that they can spar from day one because yeah, yeah. then you know maybe that's why the reason to not have beginners spar because they don't have context what they should actually be doing um, but if you give them that context, then absolutely they can go for it, and they can, you know, especially when you have that good kind of talk. You know, there's obvious things. You know, don't go. You know, this is the rules. We don't. You know, no punching, no kicking, no biting, no scratching, no eye gouging, no putting things into orifices. Um, did anyone listen to that? Like, you can tell I've said that a hundred thousand times. Yeah. Why? <laughs> The reason why after hearing the start of every session, I'm like, oh, here we go again. Here we go again. (laughs) And we have a little laugh as well. (laughs) The reason why is because it's happened in the past. Yeah. Back in the early days, there was someone um, actually, (laughs) actually, it happened to someone who's recently rejoined us. Oh. I'm gonna have to remind him of this story that he's the reason why I have to say this all the time. Okay. Anyway. yeah, so no certain certain appendages in the orifices because you had someone trying to get rid of another person from mouth by poking his thumb towards their butthole. And I've never seen someone leave mouth so fast in my life. Mate, anyone would. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hmm. 
Sometimes Mount means a lot to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll forego I'll certain things if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's too much punishment for my liking days. <laughs> for, for king and country, I hold this position. <laughs> yeah, surprise! <laughs> Nothing surprises me. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> um, but yeah, because of that, I had to then start adding into the, the beginning spiel. No prodding of places to remove people because um, <laughs> it worked too well <laughs> they moved too fast <laughs> um, yeah so having that oh fucking sideways that went um, having that conversation at the beginning saying like these are the rules this is what we're actually doing in a basic sense we're just trying to find line each other in their armpits hiding our own yeah, it gives beginners context that they can then roll and like they're not lost, they're not going, I don't know what we're supposed to be doing. All I know is this guard Kamora. Um mm. yeah, um and I, uh, we'll finish up this episode now. Um yeah. anyone who is out there, hello, um, please uh go on the Discord. There'll be a link on it in the description of this video if it's on YouTube, or just go on just type Chris Payne's. BJJ into Google, find my website. There's probably a link on Discord there. Or Facebook or anything like that. Or message me somehow. Um, let us know about how you're welcoming these beginners. Is there a certain, have you changed anything? Are you doing it a certain way to make them stay? Uh, what's your beginner course like? Um, have you had many beginners? That's the other interesting one. Yeah, Are you yeah. even reopening yet? If you're not reopened yet, ignore the past 45 minutes of podcast. It's probably yeah. just going to upset you. Um, sensitive folk, <laughs> sensitive folk, sensitive. Dude, that's the majority of people they can't roll yet, and we're just like, yeah, jujitsu is so cool because I can like roll. Is their choice? <laughs> they can roll. Is their choice? I'm pretty sure legality says that maybe they can't. Um, says we're rolling. We're doing star jumps in corners. Bubbles are rolling. Yeah, bubbles are all. Easy. The rest of us do push-ups while we watch. Yeah, <laughs> and star jumps. Yeah, star jumps and push-ups for every cool thing that happens that we see. Put another star jump and push-up in there. <laughs> um, go on, bubble. You guys roll good. We'll watch. <laughs> I've heard of those kind of parties before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's been a pleasure. Now, As Aki, always. And also listening, like. We've got a new video. We've recorded a video. I don't think you get how happy this made me. There's so many takes beforehand because I was too happy to record it. Um, we did a new video. It was a question off the Discord channel on Scarfold. So it's be up imminently, probably the same time this podcast comes out. So if you listen to this, there's a high chance that YouTube video is already up there. Check it out. Bit rusty, but. I thought it went well. Naki taught the majority of this one. That's yeah. things have changed. Like come out of this <laughs> lockdown and you know, all lost a bit of weight because we're like, you know, want to get ready for jujitsu. And then, you know, we're doing these videos again. Naki's teaching some of it. It's man, 
good time to be in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Sorry to those who aren't. Um, been a pleasure, sir, as Not always. Always. I look Never forward to seeing you on the next one. <laughs> Never yes. sure. Never sure. Uh, this has been Reap the Week with El Jefe and the Villain. Good night. <laughs>